The Dallas Stars have made some additional roster moves as we get closer to the start of the regular season. The roster has been trimmed down tremendously and only a few players remain. Will they stay with the team for opening night or will they get sent back to the AHL or their respective junior clubs? We'll take a look at each position group on the team, forwards, defensemen, and goalies, and assess the situation going into the Stars' final preseason game against the Minnesota Wild on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, October 7th. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring Locked on Stars listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode and for making our show your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. If you like to listen on audio-only versions, you can find us on your favorite podcasting platform. You can leave us a five-star rating or review there as well. Remember, we are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And you can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis, where I tweet all things Dallas sports, Dallas stars, Cowboys, Rangers, Mavericks, uh, and maybe some movies, TV shows every now and then as well. Like to keep it nice and simple over there on Twitter.com. And speaking of simple, uh, the Dallas star is making some pretty big roster moves. And I imagine the decisions, not very simple for the coaching staff, a lot of talented young players on this team, but unfortunately just not room for everyone On this roster as we are quickly approaching the start of the 22-23 regular season. And on Thursday afternoon around 1240, the Dallas Stars made some moves uh, to send some players to the Texas Stars back to the AHL. And those players include Ryan Shea, Oscar Back, Frederick Karlstrom, Frederick Olofsson, and Maverick Bork. Maverick Bork, certainly the biggest name amongst those players. And maybe the most shocking, I think a lot of people were probably expecting this. I I know I, for one, was expecting this. Would have been a nice surprise to see him crack the opening night roster. But I think that this move makes sense for him. Uh, I think he looked good during training camp. I think he's looked pretty good in the preseason. But this is a good spot for Bork to be in where he's performed well. He's gotten to know this coaching staff. He's made his impression with them. And now he gets the opportunity to just be, you know, a phone call away from being called up. He goes down to the the AHL, where there's still going to be some good competition there, but he's a guy that, you know, if the Stars are in a pinch, whether it's due to injury or something of that nature, 
you can call up a guy like Maverick Bork and you can insert him into the lineup to make his NHL debut. And really, you can probably do the same with these other guys as well. I know that we've seen Frederick Carlstrom play for this Stars team late last season on that Western Canadian road trip, recording his first point. I believe it was in Calgary against the Flames in that regular season uh, series finale against them before the playoffs got started. So really, with all these guys, you could probably call them up in a pinch. But Maverick Bork, I imagine uh, many people may be disappointed to not see him make the NHL roster. But his time is coming. Uh, I don't think that this is going to be a long-term stay for him. Uh, I think he could likely spend the majority of the season in the AHL with the Texas Stars. But I think that maybe this time next year, he's really legitimately looking at snagging a roster spot, depending on how things shape out. I think he's a great player. I think his future is very bright and I'm very pleased with what we saw from him this preseason and hopefully he's able to continue to grow and develop in the American Hockey League with the Texas Stars. And so now you look at the state of this roster, you look at the state of this team after these announcements are made. And of course, I am recording this personally a little after 3.30 on Thursday afternoon. I don't anticipate too many changes with one more preseason game remaining for this star squad. But as of right now, and if you're watching on video, I'm putting up uh, the tweet from the Dallas Morning News' Matthew DeFranks, uh, guest of the show, friend of the show, but also very active on Twitter covering the Dallas Stars, kind of painting what the situation looks like as far as the remaining players on the NHL roster for this team. And a lot of these guys are locks to stay. But there are a few players who will have to be some of the odd men out. As of right now, at the time of recording this, the Stars have 14 forwards, 9 defensemen, and 3 goalies left. And if you look at that forward group, you will notice that Wyatt Johnston and Logan Stankoven currently still remain as members of the Stars roster. But it just appears if you look at the other names and you do the math based on how many spots will be available with this roster, especially now that Jason Robertson is back, there is a chance that maybe only one of them cracks the NHL opening night roster. But I think at this point, it's a guarantee that one of them will be there, at least one of them. Uh, you know, if the Stars choose to carry 13 forwards, one of them will likely not make it onto the team, and one of them will be the odd man out. And you just look at the guys that are there. I mean, who who else do you potentially replace or move in order to add a inexperienced rookie uh, to make their NHL debut in a hostile environment? It's a very tricky question, very tricky situation. But if I personally were to pick which one gets the nod to start, I personally would be picking Wyatt Johnston. I think that he for sure will make the team and make the opening night roster. And if he does well, I think there's a very real chance that we see him play with the NHL club all season. Uh, I think there's a chance that if he plays well, then you know he goes beyond just his little nine-game tryout period, and then he stays with the team long-term. I, that's what I'm personally hoping for. I think that he's ready. I think White Johnson has shown a lot of good during camp and throughout the majority of this preseason. Stan Coven has done that as well, but again, you just look at the amount of spots available and you look at some of the other circumstances, and it's just hard to envision both of those guys making the opening night roster and both of them staying with the team long term. And you also have to factor in that Stan Coven's junior club, the Kamloops Blazers, are set to host the 2023 Memorial Cup, which is a very big deal 
in the Canadian Hockey League. A very big deal for that Blazers team. I believe it's been over 30 years since the Blazers got to host the Memorial Cup in the city of Kamloops. So very big deal for that team. You have to imagine that they want him back, which obviously doesn't really matter to the Stars. I know Stars fans are selfishly wanting Stan Coven for our own team's success, but that's just something else that you potentially have to factor in. And maybe Stan Coven does crack the opening night roster, and maybe he does get his nine-game tryout just to see how things feel in the NHL. But then at that point, who do you move for that nine-game stretch? Who do you pull from the roster, again, in order to make room for this talented but inexperienced and still somewhat raw player? It's just a very tricky situation. You also have to factor in that Ty Delandria is coming back, so... You know, that's another forward technically added to the mix. If you want to make that 15, we don't really know at this point when he's coming back. We know he's still dealing with that finger injury that he sustained earlier this preseason. But let me know in the comments down below, which player do you think will make the opening night roster? Do you think it's Johnston? Do you think it's Stan Coven? Why and which player personally do you want to see? Let me know in the comments down below. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will shift our attention to the next group on the team. We'll talk about the nine remaining defensemen in the Stars organization as we get closer to opening night. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on any game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. The MLB postseason is officially here. The NHL regular season is starting next week. The NBA just around the corner. NFL in full swing. You want to bet on any of those leagues and more, be sure to check out betonline.net. You can do so by going to their website or using your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action happening around the sports world. Betonline.net is where the game starts. All right, we've talked about the forward situation for this Stars team. Now we're shifting our attention to the defensive side of the ice, talking about the nine remaining defensemen fighting for roughly seven spots on the team. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Let's get down to business. This is another tricky situation, similar to the forwards, a tough decision and tough choices that the coaching staff for the Stars have to make. Uh, a very, very peculiar situation. Um, you look at nine guys, like I said, and I'm putting it, uh, the graphic up on the screen yet again for those of you watching on YouTube to see who remains. Butcher, Hockenpah, Hanley, Harley, Haskinen, Lindell, Lundquist, Miller, and Suter, the nine remaining defensemen on the roster as of Thursday afternoon around 3.42 p.m., Nine guys fighting for seven roster spots. And there are a few guys that I think are locks for the roster guys so that there is absolutely zero question they're standing with the team and where they will be on opening night. Miro Haskinen, Essa Lindell, Ryan Suter, and Yanni Hockenpah, those four for sure are locks to make the opening night roster. And then you talk about cuts and guys that are getting sent to the AHL. I think the easy cut here, and I say easy just from my perspective, I can't imagine it's easy for the coaching staff to 
potentially and likely have this conversation, but I think that you send Will Butcher back to the AHL. Uh, and I think he's similar to Maverick Bork. He's had a good camp, had a good preseason, but in case you need him, in case of shorthandedness, injury, whatever may happen, another guy that you can potentially plug and play at the NHL level if there is a need for a substitute from the AHL club. But after that, it gets really tricky. There's likely one more guy that potentially has to go to the AHL and play with the Texas Stars, at least at the start of the season. Joel Hanley is kind of a weird option for that because you don't typically like to send uh, guys his age to the American Hockey League. He's 31 years old. Colin Miller kind of falls into that same category as well, just a couple years behind at age 29. And Miller has had a really good preseason. I feel like Hanley has had a quiet preseason. That's just the kind of player that Joel Hanley seems to have always been with the Dallas Stars. He's there. Sometimes his presence is felt, but he's always a guy that flies under the radar. And it's just hard for me to imagine either of those guys getting sent to the AHL. And I think there's a reason that the Stars went out and got Miller this offseason as he was a free agent previously playing in Buffalo. Uh, Why would you go out and get that guy if you were not interested in using his services at the NHL level at age 29? And then you also look at Nils Lundqvist, who has been one of the best players for the Dallas Stars this preseason. I mean, how could you look at what he's done in these preseason games and then send him to the AHL. I I personally think that Lundquist has done his job and proven to this coaching staff that he deserves a shot at this NHL roster and to play with the Stars somewhere in this six-man rotation. And if you do the math and think about the names that I've talked about, I think, unfortunately, the odd man out here may be Thomas Harley. And again, this is just speculation. I don't know for sure that that will happen. I personally don't necessarily want that to happen. You hate to think that based on the expectations surrounding him this offseason and as we've gotten ready to go this preseason, but he just really hasn't been as impressive as some of these other players through the preseason, and it would make more sense to send him at his age to the AHL than it would to send an older veteran like Miller or Hanley to the American Hockey League. And you, again, really just hate to see it. I know myself and many other people have told you guys and other people that cover other teams, hey, be on the lookout for Thomas Harley. This is his year. This is the year that he finally makes the jump to being a full-time NHLer and taking on you know this bigger, more responsibility-driven type of role. And through the preseason, I just don't think that we've seen that from Harley so far. I think that Nils Lundqvist has come on, at least through the preseason, and been the kind of player that we've wanted Thomas Harley to be. And that's not to say that Thomas Harley is a bust, that he has no future with this team. Absolutely 100% think that he can still play with this team, maybe even this season in some stretches. I still think that he can get there. I still think that he has a ways to go. He's young. Not every single young player is going to come in and just set the world on fire instantly. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes patience. It takes commitment to growing and improving in the game. So I 100% still believe in Thomas Harley to grow and be a you know competent and competitive NHL player for this Dallas Stars club. I think the front office does as well. That's why they took him in the first round just a few years ago in 2019 in the draft. I still think there's potential and upside with Harley. 
I think that sometimes it just takes longer for some guys than others, and that's okay. I think that he, similar to a guy like Butcher, similar to Maverick Bork, and other players on the AHL roster, you can very easily take Thomas Harley if he does go to the AHL. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but you still, if you have an injury or someone can't play, you pull Thomas Harley up from the AHL, and you can put him in because he does have NHL experience. You're not putting out this kid who's never played on the NHL stage before, the stage fright is gone. The you know the fear of the unknown is gone for Harley. You can plug and play him if needed, if he, in fact, does go to the American Hockey League. And I think that that's what's important to keep in mind. And again, this is all going to come up to what the coaching staff sees. Maybe they've seen things differently, or maybe they feel differently. Maybe, for some reason, they send Nils Lundqvist down to the AHL. I personally don't see that happening, but... This is just what happens when you have some really talented players and a lot of veterans mixed in as well. Nine guys fighting for seven spots on the roster. It makes things really interesting, and it's probably going to bring out the best in all of these players as far as competition. We're going to be following this storyline very closely. I think this is one of the more interesting battles going on right now as we get closer and closer to the regular season. We, of course, do have one final preseason game tomorrow night in Minnesota against the Wild. Not sure who all is going to be on that roster, but I imagine Harley will have a shot. Lundquist will have a shot. You'll probably maybe see Butcher out there as well. And then even with these forwards, I imagine we'll see at least one of, if not both, of Johnston and Stankoven as well. Again, similar to the forwards, let me know in the comments down below as well what you think of the defenseman situation. Who do you think makes the NHL roster? Who do you think gets sent back to the AHL? Let me know again in the comments down below. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we will shift to the final position group on the team. A little bit of an easier one, but still some things to address and talk about. We'll talk about the Dallas Stars goalies after this. All right, one more group to cover here for this Dallas Stars team. Still a few cuts to be made before the opening night roster comes to a final form, comes to fruition. And the goalie situation for the Stars team, unlike last season, seems to be the one certainty that we have with this team right now. You remember last season, one of the biggest storylines for the Stars was what is this goalie situation? What on earth is happening? Ben Bishop still had his eyes set on an NHL comeback. You had Jake Ottinger, who had come up out of nowhere in the previous season and done pretty well for an inexperienced rookie in a chaotic, condensed NHL season. You were going to send him to the AHL, most likely, and you also had Anton Hudobin, who had recently taken the team to almost winning a Stanley Cup in 2020, and then the addition of former Stanley Cup champion and former Vesna Trophy winner, Braden Holtzby. It was so chaotic. It was such a weird situation, such a fun and fascinating story to follow. And it stayed that way throughout the majority of the season. We saw eventually the unfortunate early retirement of Ben Bishop. We saw Braden Holtzby have some really good stretches. We saw Anton Hudobin struggle a little bit. But at the end of the day, we saw Jake Ottinger emerge as a hero and officially become the number one goalie for this Dallas Stars team. May have been a little bit earlier than we all expected, could have been a little bit premature, but it seems to have all worked out. But now you look at the goalie situation this season, and 
It's very, very different, but there's a lot of confidence around this group, especially the top two for this team. Of course, you have the kid, Jake Ottinger, as the number one goalie. He's looked pretty sharp, not perfect, but it is the preseason. I think he's looked good in his performances so far, and I expect that he is going to come in on fire and hungry and ready to continue to prove himself after the world saw what he could do in that seven-game playoff series against the Calgary Flames. I think he is far and away a lock to be the number one goalie for this team. And then also a lock for the backup position is still relatively newcomer Scott Wedgwood, who also inked a new deal this offseason after being acquired via free agency last season at the trade deadline. Not free agency, trade, not free agent, not the same thing. You cannot be both a free agent and acquired by trade at the trade deadline. Or if you are, it's a very messy situation. I messed up, and now I'm rambling. But you guys all know how we acquired Scott Wedgwood via trade from the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, and also, I didn't really get to touch on this on yesterday's episode amidst the Jason Robertson chaos, but Scott Wedgwood looked very, very good in Colorado on Wednesday night. He saved 18 of 18 shots against the Avalanche in two periods of play. Uh, was actually going to kind of dedicate a whole segment to the goalies, Wedgwood and Hugh Dobin, but of course had to scrap a lot of things from Thursday's episode once I found out late Wednesday night that Jason Robertson was coming back. So now there's, uh, you know, I got to take a moment and give Scott Wedgwood his flowers. He looked really good, saving some really good shots from a good Colorado Avalanche team that was boasting the majority of their starters. They had a ton of NHLers out on the ice on Wednesday, and Scott Wedgwood stood his ground and did very well in that preseason game. Didn't get to mention it. There you go. Scott Wedgwood, very good backup. Excited to see him in some brief stints this season whenever Jake Ottinger needs to take a night off, if he needs to take a break, or if there's an intense back-to-back and they need to split starts. I'm confident in either guy to go out and get a win against any club in the NHL. And then you have the third guy still on the roster, still with the team at the time of recording this late Thursday afternoon, Anton Hudobin. He did come in and play that third period against the Avalanche on Wednesday, but he certainly did not look his best. And Anton Hudobin continues to be in a very weird and unfortunate situation. Now that Jason Robertson has re-signed with the team, Really, all the talks of, oh, we need to trade Anton Hudobin in order to clear up cap space have stopped. The Stars have made it work. They have Jason Robertson back now, and they still hold on to Dobby as well. So now it doesn't really seem like there is a ton of urgency to go out and trade Anton Hudobin. And even if you could, even if the Stars wanted to do that, I don't necessarily know how big the market would be for a goalie like him. Because I hate to say it, I love Anton Hudobin. I know many of you do as well. Uh, I mean, one of the greatest personalities on this team, funny guy, fun guy, loves the game, fierce competitor, led the team to the brink of the pinnacle of the sport just a couple of years ago uh, in 2020. I mean, almost taking them to the Stanley Cup trophy, but he's a shell of his former self at this point. And that's just the unfortunate, you know, truth. That's a cold, hard fact of the NHL is that goalies, they get older, they start to have some wear and tear on their bodies. They have to go through surgery. And then they're just not the players that they used to be. We sadly saw it happen with Ben Bishop last season. And it seems like we're starting to see it with Anton Hudobin now. I don't know what the future holds for him. I don't know what it holds for him with this team. I don't know what it holds for him as far as the rest of his NHL career. I just feel awful for him. This is such a weird situation for him to be in where it's not likely that he's going to get very many, if any, NHL reps in a real regular season game uh, this year with the Stars. 
And, and I just feel like it would not be the best idea to send him to the AHL because then he's potentially stealing reps from young goalies like Matt Murray, Adam Scheel, Remy Poirier. I mean, those are guys, a lot of those guys young, still have most of their careers ahead of them. Great opportunity down with the Texas Stars to get reps and potentially get ready to play in the NHL, whether that is for the Stars or whether that is for another NHL club. So this is just an odd situation for Anton Hudobin to be in. I don't really know what the plan will be for him, what the coaching staff, what the front office plans to do with him. We'll, of course, be keeping a close eye on it and be updating you on the podcast and on social media as much as we can. But, I mean, it's a good good situation for the Stars and Net with Ottinger and Wedgwood. We just don't really know what's going to happen with Anton Hudobin as of right now. We'll keep an eye on it as the regular season continues to get closer. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in, for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And you can also find us and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. Uh, You can also leave us that five-star rating or review if you enjoy the show. It helps us out a ton by reaching new audiences. Uh, The more good reviews we get, the more our podcast shows up on hockey fans' feeds, and they can find the show, and then they pass it on to their friends and family, and it just continues to go on and on and keep growing. Be sure to tune into all of our episodes next week. We will be doing a ton of of predictions both for the stars as a team but also for the nhl as a whole we'll do division standing predictions we'll do trophy and award predictions we'll do playoff bracket predictions all of that stuff and we'll probably also talk about the stars roster and lineup as well predict what the lines will be what the defensive pairings could potentially be going to be a ton of fun and hopefully you guys can check it out we'll be posting all five days next week and then of course thursday will be the first game of the regular season for the Stars in Nashville as they take on their rivals, the Predators. Going to be an incredibly exciting week, but I hope you guys enjoy your weekend, the last weekend without Dallas Stars regular season hockey for a very, very long time. Well, I hope you enjoy the next couple of days, Stars fans. Get some rest, get ready, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Monday.